0: Good evening, everyone. I'm your host Amelia Pitbull Chapman. This is another episode of Ring the Bell. I'm joined by my co-host Angelo Mad Dog Discipio, and no, it doesn't make me feel good to say that.
1: (laughs) I'm going to bitch slap you
0: (laughs) (laughs) because you always ask me to say that. Why don't you introduce our guest that we have tonight? (laughs) You little shit. oh you wait you're the one that introduces me to the mouth of the south on the other show so i get to say this on this show
1: (laughs) oh man okay fair enough fair enough how you doing tonight kid? good good how are you i'm wonderful um let me tell everybody what we are who we are this is america's best podcast what's the buzz tonight A very special episode of Ring the Bell, the end of an era in pro wrestling, the rise and fall of Vince McMahon. Joining me tonight, along with Amelia the Pitbull Chapman, is Michael Armageddon Murphy. Michael and I have been friends for 25, God help us, years, and we still have the battle scars to prove it. (laughs) Amazing. Mikey, how are you doing tonight, brother? Yes, we do. We do well, indeed. i good, Angela. Um, Amelia,
2: how are you? It's great to be here again.
0: Good to, good to have you back on our show. On um, Yeah, you see, I said our show.
1: <laughs> well, it's yeah. your show because I gave it to you. So, it's yes, it's our show. Yeah, it's your show.
0: Yeah, but it's a great show. Yeah, we're um here to discuss the rise and fall of the WWE and Vince
1: McMahon. Yep. Well, boy. <laughs> it's
0: going to be it's, a- um.
1: I want to. Can we go right the Murph on the beginning yeah, of this? Of course, I, I, of course. absolutely. Go ahead. Here's the reason I want to go to Murph on this, because mm-hmm. Murph is the guy who brought this to my attention. So he's actually responsible mm-hmm. for tonight's show. Right. Um, Murph, when did you become aware that there was trouble brewing at Titan Towers?
2: I found out about it, uh, last Thursday, um, I think it was last Thursday, about four or five o'clock in the afternoon. It had Mm. just, it literally had just been confirmed and broken that Vince McMahon has been brought up on sex trafficking charges. Wow. The
1: only thing that surprised me about that Murph. And you'll notice when you told me I wasn't surprised. The only thing that surprised me, Amelia, Mm -hmm. is that it took this long for somebody to say something. Absolutely. Murphy, you and I have known this kind of shit was going on for a long time. My question to you, my friend, my question to you, why the hell did it take so long? Mm -hmm. You and I both knew Vince is a pervert.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, what
2: I can give that answer in one word, well Money. Mm. When you have the money that he has, you can buy a lot of silence. Yeah.
1: I told him Amelia that last night. We yeah. we broached the subject a little bit last night. I said Amelia, you got to understand something. Vince McMahon isn't a millionaire. Mm-mm. He's a multi billionaire. Uh-huh. He's got many billions of dollars. Many billions. Throwing a couple of million around is trump change for uh-huh. this man.
0: Here and there, here and there, yeah.
1: Mikey, he's he's thrown he's been throwing money around for a long time, brother.
2: Well, I think just on um this lady, uh the victim, um I think it was said he spent on her two point two or two point six million.
1: I believe it. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't have any problem believing that. Yeah, I really don't. Well, think about how much he spent. I want to people. Let's let's go back in history a minute, okay? Right. Yeah. There was okay. a guy many years ago. Named Quick Draw Rick McGraw. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Now they said Rick McGraw died of a heart attack in his hotel room. Right. Which is completely false. He died in the ring on television
0: Mm -hmm. in
1: a in about with Roddy Piper. Mm -hmm. They paid a fortune to hush that up in the newspapers. It wasn't till years later. Probably five, six years later that the truth came out about Rick McGraw mm-hmm. and he was doing steroids like eating like candy. You know, you got to remember, this guy was five foot seven and jacked to the gills. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, he was ripped, this dude, you know, mm-hmm. you know, imagine a guy five, seven. Oh, yeah. that looked, Think about this Murph. He was, I he had the identical build, yes, as the British Bulldog, right? Absolutely, think about that. Absolutely, mm-hmm. you know. So, it's well, throwing um, money around is nothing. I, I remember,
2: uh, I remember watching Quick Draw Rick McGraw when he first came on the scene in W when it was uh, WWF. Yep, and mm-hmm. I remember uh, yeah. he had taken he had to take some time off because he broke his neck um, in the mm-hmm. ring. He took some time off, had surgery done. Uh, no one yeah. was sure if he was going to come back. Then when he did come back, it, you could tell by watching him wrestle uh, there was something different. He wasn't the same. Uh, yeah, and then mm-hmm. they said he had oh well he, he passed through a heart attack which is in professional wrestling back then and even into the 90s and all, that was a contract answer.
1: Mm-hmm. Heart failure, sure.
2: heart attack. Heart failure, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that, that's what the Absolutely. answer was.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, they did that with everyone. Absolutely. Right? But
2: was it everything what he actually died of?
1: Well, what he actually died of was a broken neck. Right. He died in the ring of a broken neck. Okay, so he three really broken neck. Yeah, well, here's what happened, Burke you, you brought up something important. He broke his neck, and he was not. Here's the thing, and you go read it if you think I'm, I'm making this up. He was not cleared to wrestle. He was not cleared to go back into the ring. He went in AMA, against medical advice. Right. Okay, and why did he do it? Here's why he did it. Because that was his job. He needed the money. The longer you're, you Murphy, you know yeah, what it's yeah. like. The longer you're out of work, you don't make no money.
2: Uh, absolutely. There were, uh, and from my own personal experience in the ring, um, you're, you're you you want to keep your spot on the roster, so you'll get in the ring with. Uh, concussions, cracked ribs, uh, blown out knees. Mm-hmm. You Back then, you would do whatever you had to do to keep your spot on that roster.
1: One of our viewers, Murph, uh, Leon Barfield. Leon's mm-hmm. a regular listener mm-hmm. to the show. He says, I saw Rick two weeks before he died. I went to a show where he and Barry Owen to a 10-minute draw. Let me tell you something. That should tell you something right there. If mm-hmm. you're going to a ten minute mm-hmm. draw with Barry O, something mm-hmm. is seriously wrong. No. Something's yeah. seriously wrong. If you're going to a, a ten minute straight you know Broadway with with mm-hmm. uh, with Barry O, that's
0: not yeah. happening. And especially too, right? If they had an insurance policy, that's the only way they would pay, right? If they wouldn't name it a heart attack. Sometimes. Well,
1: um, Instead of a book in the like ring. Well, it, Amelia, I'm going to ask you to uh, elaborate on what you mean.
0: Well, like, you know, like, you know how they said that they put it as a heart attack. Yeah. Uh, for the insurance, probably to pay the wife or the family a little bit more and, and money. She's,
1: yeah. And Murph, she's got an absolutely valid point. No. Why you saying no? No. Murph?
2: Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Because one thing I found. Now I don't know about Vince McMahon, but I knew in the indie circuit, there's no coverage. There's no insurance. You you bri you blow out a knee, you pop a hip, you break a neck. That's on you. You're you know you're paying that uh, no you hospital bill. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: No, I got it. You know what, Amelia? Mm-hmm. Michael's right on this. We're talking about a time ton- even today. Wrestlers can't get mm-hmm. life insurance. And and here's no. the other thing that that goes against him. Here's the other thing that goes against him at that point. He went back into the ring against medical advice. There no oh. one no one would ever there no insurance company in their right mind would ever pay out on a I benefit. get it.
0: That way the family could not sue the company. Exactly. Probably. They would have to say heart attack instead of broken neck.
1: Yeah, exactly. Mhm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how Vince McMahon got away with shit. Yeah. Remarkable. Mm -hmm. But the show tonight, Murphy, you and I are going to be doing a lot of talking tonight. And Amelia is going to have a ton of questions. (laughs) The end of an era in pro wrestling. (laughs) The end of an era. Here's It ended a long time
0: ago. What are you talking about?
1: (laughs) Right. Well, you're right. In, in, In some ways, you're right. Um, but the end of, uh, But really, the end of an era in all respects because it's the fall of Vince McMahon, the rise and fall of Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. Um, someone asked, and Murphy, try to remember this because I'm. I, I vaguely remembered. I watched the press yes. conference over again last night, and someone mm-hmm. said to Triple H. Is this the end of an era or the beginning of a new one? That's my question to you, Michael. I think it's both.
2: I think it's the end of the Vince McMahon control era. I think it's the beginning of a rebuilding era to go to bring the WWE further. Uh, than it's been because uh, I, I think as of late, it's been mm-hmm. at a standstill for the past couple years. I think, and yeah. I think Triple H, in my opinion, has been doing a great job.
1: You got to give the guy kudos, you really do. So, you, you got to give him his props. Yeah. I mean, look what he had to work with. Mm-hmm. Look what he had. He had his father in law, his father in law. Now, think about this. Vince's daughter is married to, to, to Hunter. Okay, we'll call him Hunter. His name. Paul Paul. Paul yeah. mm-hmm. She's He's married to her. But Vince was still willing to fuck over his son-in-law right. for the sake of television. As mm-hmm. soon as Triple H had his heart issues, Vince McMahon swept into NXT like a vulture and started picking it apart. Yes. And now, and Murph, tell me if I'm, because you watch it more than I do, tell me what NXT looks like now. What does it look Uh, like now? To me, to me, NXT
2: looks like um, a very bright, colorful indie house show. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Yep. That's
1: it. (laughs) so do you a, think a high profile indie house show is what it is so do you think maybe yes, in about a year go. a year or so do
0: you think it's gonna look more like wrestling or better than sports entertainment like they call it now
1: um if you're asking my opinion i'd love to hear Murph on this one yeah but uh, if you if you want to hear my opinion i think oh. we have a long way to go i'm gonna i'm going to, you know what i'm gonna do mm. I'm gonna. I am going to acquiesce to Mr. Murphy first. I'm gonna let Michael handle this because I have kind of a long roundabout answer. But go ahead, Murphy. Yeah, yeah. take that go one. Ahead. Go ahead, Murphy. Uh,
2: okay. Re- uh, repeat the question again, please. Do you think
0: that now that Triple H took took it over, do you think that about a year or so, or how long do you think it'll be, like from going back to wrestling, like they call it, from sports to entertainment?
2: Uh, honestly, I think it's going to go back more back to professional wrestling, uh, and farther away from sports entertainment.
0: Like about a year
2: or so. I'm sorry.
0: In about a year or so, do you think he'll take about to clean it up?
2: Uh, I'd say a year, maybe two to clean Mm -hmm. it up, to shape it, hone it, smooth it out. I'd say Mm -hmm. about a year, year and a half, actually.
1: Mm -hmm. it's Uh, funny you say that Murph because I'm you know when it comes to me I'm more along the lines of I think we're looking at two three years I think we're looking at a long turnaround And and here's why I believe that it's a very limited landscape in pro wrestling now there was a time back in 2000 when you had WCW, WWE, New Japan, TNA, Ring of Honor, mm-hmm. um, eight, uh, uh, NWA, yeah. you had at six or seven, probably seven, really, if you think about it, mm-hmm. seven full time promotions. Here's what we have today two. Yeah, that's the two. I'm not counting TNA because they're not, they're yeah. working on becoming a player, but. When I say WWE and AEW, Mm -hmm. here's what I'm saying, and, and Mr. Murphy will understand where I'm going with this. I believe right now, because of the Vince McMahon scandal, WWE is jockeying for position because now Vince McMahon is out completely. Yes. He is not allowed anymore to own a wrestling company, work for a wrestling company, be an investor in a wrestling company. He is not allowed to be anywhere near pro wrestling. That's the first thing. Because of that, I believe, thank you, God, for Paul Levesque. Yeah. I think that Paul sent Bruce Pritchard to TNA. To buy it lock, stock, and barrel. And that's why I think Jordan Grace was in the Women's Rumble Saturday night. Yes. Murphy, tell me if also, I'm a nut.
2: Also, you Dolph Ziggler now down at TNA.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, tell me if I'm a nut. Well, we all
2: know you're nuts, but uh, <laughs> no, I don't think you're Wrong
0: there you go <laughs> yeah because it, it got so bad that I stopped watching exactly. wrestling for like eight years I had not watched wrestling for eight years it got that bad to me
1: Did I just Michael to... when's the last uh, time we saw wrestling yoni
2: uh what two three years ago
1: oh longer than three that brother ago, was... really I'm gonna'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna blow your mind brother it's been five years since you and I saw that wow. show. It's been eight years. Since I, I want you to think, yeah, about, that was the show we went think about this, Murph. Think about something. Uh-huh. Brian Brian Pillman Jr. was on the show before he got signed. Remember, uh-huh. right? That was yeah, five no, years our, ago. I <laughs>
2: remember meeting the back. Excuse me. I'm I'm fighting a little something. I apologize. <coughs>
0: yeah, it's. It's been a long time because it just got so bad that it was like, you could see this, you could see them fake this move. And I'm like, you know what? This is ridiculous. I ain't watching this anymore. This is horrible. And then the women, though, the way they started dressing, I'm like, come on, really? That I haven't better seen, dress that.
1: Amelia, I haven't seen a wrestling show on television until recently. I haven't seen a wrestling, a wrestling show on television in, in probably seven years, yeah. eight years, me too. The first show that I went to live was with Mr. Murphy. Mm-hmm. He and I went to see Brian Pillman,
0: and, Jr. I think, and now that trip yeah, H- we went
1: backstage.
0: has taken yeah. over, I'm gonna start watching it again. I think as soon as yeah. I know that he's officially like, there and starting, you know, him, yeah. I, I'm gonna see how it's gonna go.
1: Well, I, I mean, if, if you can, one if thing you I can saw. Deal,
2: Go ahead, Murph. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Murph. The one thing I saw about eight years ago, maybe a little less, I started, well, it wasn't that I was watching it. I would watch the first 15, 20 minutes of it. And then I really wouldn't watch it anymore. Then I, because I noticed that with pay per views, Monday and Friday nights, Vince was hemorrhaging money.
1: Big he time. was losing money. He was
2: losing ratings big time. He 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 couldn't put. The, they couldn't put. They were using old gimmicks, old storylines that had been beaten to death, and nobody was interested. Yeah. Now they've got a new crop of young, a uh, younger generation coming up, and now they're watching it. Triple H took over, and he's looking around. At other wrestlers, be it from yeah. the indie circuit mm-hmm. around the world, bring mm-hmm. them in from Europe. Uh, you didn't hear of yeah. wrestlers coming over here from Europe uh, seven, eight years ago.
1: No, uh-uh. no not at Scotland, all. Scotland.
2: Eh, mm-hmm. Bring them the over only because wrestler he, know, he saw
1: talent. Yes. Oh my God, sure. The only wrestlers I remember, but I'm going back a long time, though, but in the early mid-60s was when Japan, Australia, and Great Britain were very big. You had people like the Kangaroos. You had people like Argentina Raca. You had people like Billy Robinson, the greatest shooter of all time. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. You had the the right, yeah. Butch and Luke, the sheep herders, the, the Bush, great
0: Kabuki, whatever name
1: you want to call them,
0: right? Remember him? Remember the great Kabuki as well? I don't know if you remember him or not.
1: Oh, sure, the great Kabuki with Gary mm-hmm. Hart, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Iron Claw thirties, and she says, uh, "Hey, Mad Dog, were you a fan of the original ECW from the 90s? Not only was I a fan, Iron Claw, I was part of that organization. I knew Todd Gordon. Um, And I knew some of the early investors and um, and I still know Todd today. And uh, Sandman was a friend for a short while. Uh, Jimmy Snooker was a dear friend. Don Morocco, of course. Absolutely. I was a huge fan of ECW from the from the 90s. I thought ECW did wrestling then better than the WWE. Mm -hmm. Because ECW was a throwback. Yeah. Think about it, Michael. ECW. Tell me, you know, your opinion on this. ECW in well, the nineties. Throat. I, I need to know: Are we talking
2: about East Coast Championship Wrestling, or are we talking about Extreme
1: Championship Extreme. Wrestling? Well, uh, th- that's the uh, difference. I yeah, because I knew when it was East Coast Championship Wrestling, ECW. I wasn't part yeah. of it when it went extreme. That was the Paul Heyman era. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, that was the Paul Heyman era for sure. Um uh East Coast Championship Wrestling, mm-hmm.
2: I was a fan of because I could watch it on uh like Wednesday nights. Mm-hmm. Um, um extreme championship wrestling. Uh no, not a fan. I wasn't a fan. It was yeah. Too much fan interaction, people bringing microwaves and frying pans and stuff like that. That's crazy Every match shit. was a blood match. <laughs> Barbed wire and mm-hmm. no, that, that to me wasn't wrestling.
1: Yeah. Well like that my you know, I had I had the misfortune of having New Jack stay in my house for two days and I I, I regret I, I regret it to this day ever having him here. Huh. Um, all right, well let's talk about this. So we got to talk no. about this here. Yes, Vincent Kennedy McMahon was the CEO and chairman of the board at World Wrestling Entertainment for decades. Before <laughs> you're going to love this, Murph. Before voluntarily stepping down, <laughs> voluntarily stepping
0: voluntarily. down.
1: Voluntarily, <laughs> McMahon, who was a former wrestler. He's actually, he wasn't a former wrestler. He wrestled, but he was never trained as a wrestler. McMahon is, this is from the New York Times, by the way. McMahon, who was a former wrestler before taking over WWE, confirmed in June 22 that he was resigning his post while the company investigated misconduct claims against him. Well, part true, part Vince working it. Mm -hmm. Um, It was not. Being investigated at the time He wanted you to believe They were investigating him What he was doing at the time Him and his lawyer Jerry McDivitt They were trying to squash This lawsuit that came out A couple of weeks ago Okay We're going back two years And you're going to hear that confirmation We're going back Two years in this lawsuit Um The fact is, no, there were no claims against him at the time. Let's go. Let's continue. Amid McMahon's exit from WWE executive suite, federal law enforcement officials have continued investigating the allegations. This is current day. Absolutely true. The former pro athlete has not been charged with the crime. Not yet, but he will. Nearly two years later, McMahon faces a second misconduct scandal when a former WWE employee accused him of sexual assault, sex trafficking, and abuse in a January 24 lawsuit. McMahon stepped down from uh, his key position as executive chairman, uh, chairman of the board at WWE's parent company, TKO Holdings, according to a statement released Friday. He denied all claims before resigning. I got a question for you in this regard, Murphy. He denied all claims before resigning uh, at TKO Group. Here's my question, Mr. Murphy. Do innocent people resign their post? No. Not at all. Thank you. So if he's innocent and he claims he's innocent, Well, then why resign? You're a fighter, Vince. Why don't you fight it? Because he knows, the son of a bitch knows he got caught this time. Mm -hmm. Yep. Let's continue, Murph. Listen to this one. He continued to deny wrongdoing following the lawsuit filed by Janelle Grant. That's her name. Who worked in the company's legal and talent department. Mm -hmm. Now, think about what I just said. Who is Vince McMahon's lawyer? Jerry McDivitt, okay? Jerry McDivitt mm-hmm. is the guy, they call him the golden goose at Titan Towers, okay? This woman worked for his office at Titan Towers. Vince McMahon only has one one lawyer, Jerry McDivitt. That's how fucking good this guy is. Let's continue. Oh, No, I think it's it. that's it, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, So let's talk about what we just read Murph um, What do you make of all this chicanery?
2: (laughs) Well from what you just read And from what I just heard from you There's no way that Mr. McDevitt Didn't know this was going on If he's Vince's only lawyer And this had been going on for years And she works in the legal department Which, come
1: on don't shit ree. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. You just mm-hmm. answered the question beautifully. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Mr>. Murphy. <laughs> Michael, we have a, we have a, I want to take, I want to let Murph and Amelia take this. Sure. If Amelia, I'm going to throw this to you first. Okay. Iron Claw 30 has a question in our chat room. He says, do you think we will ever see any of the McMahons back in WWE, such as Stephanie or Shane?
0: I think not because, of course, if any McMahon is in, they probably could sue the McMahons for any of their holdings or any money, as long as it has a McMahon attached to it.
1: Um, not necessarily, no. Hmm. Nope, not no. necessarily. You remember something? I, uh, the only person they're looking for is Vince. is Vince. Shane, as far as I know, Murph, has nothing to do with it.
0: No, they, it has nothing no, to nothing. do with it. You know, uh-uh. He doesn't want anything to yeah. do with it. He'll have his shares, of course, when they do the votes and stuff like that, but yeah. as far as anything with the business, he says absolutely not.
1: Murph, why don't you take this one? Take that question. Uh,
2: Okay. Uh, Will we see Stephanie or Shane maybe in a appearance-type deal, but as far as having anything to do with the business, no. One, because Vince shit fired Shane, fired him from the business, and soon after Shane was fired, and all some of this all this stuff started coming out a little bit. Stephanie quit. She walked out.
1: She walked away. She turned in her so resignation. I... As, uh, mm-hmm. And that's yeah, my understanding. So I... is that she resigned. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's I don't think know they what? want
2: anything to do with their father's business anymore.
1: Yeah, which is interesting because when we come back from this commercial break, I want to talk about the and this is something we all have to talk about because it's going to play in here somewhere, right? We have to talk about the relationship between Vince, his daughter, and his son in law. That we have to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Well, we are up against a hard break. In fact, I'm about five minutes shy of it. So we will be right back, folks.
2: Just wanted to start a business when something surprising happens.
1: Today I'm going to teach you how to crochet.
2: She started crocheting, like a lot, and her friends noticed. Jess, you need to sell those. So she signed up for Shopify and started building her business. Yes, I love that. And after a lot of hard work, this happened.
0: Oh my gosh, I just made my first sale!
2: You see, every day, hundreds of businesses get their first sale on Shopify. we got a date. And the next could be you. So, when you're ready to bring your idea to life...
0: And become your own boss.
2: Build it on Shopify.
1: Do you have sweaty balls? Or volleyball netty balls? It's time to make them ready balls. The Manscaped.com lawnmower 3.0 will do the job and clean your knob with its patented no-nick head, so your head will function as desired. Enter promo code Wrestling Future for a generous 20% discount. That's enter Wrestling Future for a 20% discount. Manscaped.com and Wrestling with the Future, going balls to the wall with Manscaped.com. And the Lawnmower 3.0, your boss will thank you. And so will we.
2: Na ang ako na mawala, malala, Game? Sa kapunta To the moon Road trip boom boom, Star square Zoom zoom.
1: No
0: so time better up I can help let sound not let me get rid of myself With your
1: We are back with What's the Buzz, America's Best Podcast tonight. A very special episode of Ring the Bell with Amelia, the Pitbull Chapman. Amelia, when yes. last, last we left off, we were talking about the, uh, the relationship between Vince Hunter and his daughter, Stephanie. Now, um, Murph, I think maybe I want to get the voice of experience here. We are uh, at the end of an era, the beginning of a new one, for all intents and purposes. Um, how will history judge Vince McMahon? Harshly. I, I, I have a feeling it might be right, brother. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I got a, I got a, I got a strong feeling you might be right. mm-hmm. continue. What do you got? Well, I mean, let,
2: let's be honest. It's like that old saying, never meet your heroes because you'll always be disappointed.
1: Disappointed. Uh, yeah.
2: Vince, when I first started watching, and I go back to the Chief J Strongbow days, when Vince was just a skinny little announcer, yeah. all the way up to WrestleManias and up to now, uh, you can see, if you watch it all the way up, you can see a change coming over him. And... From what I can see, like he has a darkness, a very, very bad darkness about him, and you can see it in his eyes. That and yeah, from what I've heard seen and been told that Mr. McMahon compared to Vince McMahon, they're like one and the same.
1: So you know, when when you here's the thing, and I absolutely agree with you and on every point here's the thing that i've noticed and probably most fans who've been fans for a long time i i I will tell everybody that i'm six i will be 65 years old and i've been in involved in and following the wrestling business for over 50 years okay Mm -hmm. 55 years i was introduced to wrestling at the age of seven to start. Okay. Ten years old is when I really knew the what I was in, in seeing, what I was mm-hmm. really watching. Okay. I I've, I've got smartened up at 10, all right. Just to give you an idea. I saw Vince McMahon change just like you said, Murph. But here's how it happened the richer he got, the darker he got. Oh, yes. The more money he got, you because I met Vince McMahon twice, and he was—I will tell you—he was a nice, he was absolutely cordial those two times. But both times was before, before he became owner of the company, his father was still alive. Okay, Mm -hmm. and both times were at the Philadelphia Spectrum. And he was a great guy and was talking to everybody and would, and would just wanted to talk to people. That's the kind of guy he was. He just wanted to talk to people. When his father died and he took over that company, very, very different guy took place. That darkness you're talking about, Murph, that was there in spades, brother, in spades. Well, you know, wow.
2: Angelo, they say, Power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts absolutely.
1: You're absolutely right. Power does corrupt, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. Um, Leon says he's seventy-eight, time to retire anyway. Well, you know, not necessarily, Leon. That one I'm going to give you a little argument with because if you are, if you are still capable. Of doing your job at no matter what age you are, Uh I think that you should be able to do your job. I am totally against mandatory retirement at any age. But when you're 78 and you're a sexual pervert and you're trafficking sex in your office, well, then it's time to get the fuck out. That's a different story. Right. Iron Claw Thirty says, "Any word on when the ne- the Vince McMahon Netflix special will air, uh, if it even airs?" Uh, ne- Murph, you got a little info on this? What do you laughing? Why are you laughing, Michael? <laughs> well, I- I'm sure before
2: it hit net- well, Netflix will have, I'm sure before Netflix, it'll be a movie of the week. Uh, I'm surprised this lawyer isn't shopping that around yet. Um, I think they want to wait and see when it ends and how it turns out, and then they're mm-hmm. going to start shopping it around. I think you're right.
1: Because it you. smells think-
2: money.
1: <laughs> yeah, money. You, you know what they do. Uh, here's how... I know how Netflix works. Here's what they do. They will sign a project. They will keep the project on what they call open-ended status. Now, let me tell you why. So that they can stick in the end whatever happens to be current at that time. Mm -hmm. If Vince Mm -hmm. ends up beating this, they will insert that into the documentary. If he ends up losing, they will insert that into the documentary. But it will not be a quote-unquote closed and finished documentary as long as there's a trial going on because then what they're going to want to do is interview janelle grant they're going to want to interview jerry mcdivitt who's not shy at all by the way about giving interviews uh they're going to want to interview all the parties involved here because there are quite a few accomplices Mm -hmm. including brock Lesnar. uh whom whom else the murph what other wrestlers were involved uh, John Laurinaitis. John Laurinaitis, yes. John. Uh, John, yeah, Johnny Ace. Um. So yeah, we're talking about. Uh, are we talking about uh, a changing of an era? Yes, yeah, absolutely, the changing of an era. Um, the Vince McMahon era. No matter what happens, mm-hmm. the Vince McMahon era is done. It's over. It will never happen again. So there is, for for real purposes, for real conversational purposes, we can't even talk about Vince McMahon in wrestling anymore because no. he's done.
0: Or like with our luck, like, you know how we've had our luck, Netflix was air something two weeks later after we've talked about it in our show.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, I think somebody I, from Netflix watched the show. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. I, uh,
2: and I and I'm I'm going to play uh, devil's advocate here, uh, and it's kind of like a two part thing. One uh, about Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar, his name has come up in it, yes, but it hasn't been determined that he did anything or had anything to do with it. First off, um, good point. Second. Second, um the victim, uh what's her name? Jane? Janelle Grant. Um, Janelle Grant. Janelle Grant. Okay. Mm-hmm. It Now, she had no problem with any of this while it was going on and receiving the money. Thank you. Why is she bringing it up now?
1: Stop right there. I was hoping to God that you would bring that up. Because <laughs> I didn't want to be the one. Because <laughs> some people accuse me of. So, I don't know if you know this, Murph, but some people accuse me of talking too much. Amelia? <laughs> no.
0: Hey, no, I me? Anita?
2: Mm. No. The hell you say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nah. <clears throat> oh, we defend you more than <laughs>
1: but you're 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 right though. Brock, Brock's name has come up. But it did not indicate in what context. I don't know. Was Brock right. a broker for this? Was Brock an innocent bystander? Did he have knowledge firsthand of any of the goings on? But this, and that's a, those are all valid questions. But here's the biggest question of the night. And thank you, Mr. Murphy, for bringing it up. The million dollar question is she knew In July of 2022, she knew she was working for him. She was taking his money. She became a millionaire taking his money. He made her a millionaire, okay? If you knew your job was a sexual surrogate and you are paid to be a sexual surrogate, by the way, which is very different than being a prostitute, She's not a prostitute. We know that. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's not even a high priced hooker or curl girl right. for that matter. Okay. She was hired as an employee. A sexual surrogate is an employee. Okay. Mm-hmm. Look, you may not like it, but it's the fact. Okay. Yeah. Why did she take his money and all of a sudden, why? Not? What changed, Michael? What? Ch- no, I'm going to ask Amelia this question. Okay. Amelia, oh. what changed in the relationship between Janelle Grant and Vincent Kennedy McMahon?
0: Well, it could have been, you know, we don't know what happens behind the scenes. It could have been that maybe they could have been together and he wouldn't leave his wife. Two, uh, maybe she wanted more money. Three, he wanted her more to more money.
1: Yeah, could have been she that she was getting how much Murphy, how much how many millions was she getting? It was two, 2. point what? two or two point- You never know. That's a
0: lot of money. Money hungry. And three, uh, also, maybe he wanted her to do something she didn't want to do. And she said, If you make Amelia, I'm going to tell.
1: Amelia, you give me $2.6 million. I'll lay on my fucking back all day long.
0: (laughs) But, you know, that can happen.
1: I'll do every kind of poses they want me to do for that kind of shit.
0: Or two, maybe she got pregnant and he made her, maybe. I'll swing from
1: a goddamn chandelier for that kind of money.
0: You know. Maybe something like that happened that maybe he wanted her to do something she didn't want to do anymore, or you know, maybe
1: she fell in what love else? with
0: him or something. You never know, and he would leave his wife. There's we a already lot of know
1: situations. he pissed on her, we already know he shit on her, mm-hmm. we already know there was every kind of group sex, gang bangs, um, uh, what uh, you know, threesomes, you know, menage, what foursomes. Mm-hmm. There were, you know, orgies. We already know this. I've read the lawsuit. It's yeah. disgusting. Yeah. It's like a fucking porn movie on paper. Yeah. Michael, have you have you been informed about some of the stuff that they were into? I got as far as
2: the he shit on her, and that's about as much as I could
1: take. Well, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I have the lawsuit here. Mm-hmm. it's pretty graphic this woman she's she's no angel in this because let me tell you something she had to she allowed this to happen at some point and to some level now Amelia you do make a point you do make a point
0: mm-hmm.
1: what if she wanted more money okay exactly. what if she wanted him to leave his wife mm-hmm. well first of all Linda McMahon and Vince McMahon haven't had a relationship in no. ages. Right. She's been living in Washington D.C. since Donald Trump appointed her the head of the Small Business Administration.
0: Yeah, we talked about that last night. As a matter
1: of fact, she's been there for the ten years already, eleven yes. years. Mm-hmm.
0: You
1: know, and when Mister Biden loses his position, she's out of a job, probably. Right. You know. If not so. We can't wait. Yes, a few you more know, months. But here we but we have to we have to address the question of is this really the end of an era or is it the beginning of a new one? Or 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 do we go back to where we were?
0: Well, as far as it's going to be a beginning of a new one, because Triple H is going to make it to where wrestling to so be wrestling again, I believe. It's just going to take him a little bit of time okay. to smooth out the wrinkles, as they say.
1: Okay.
0: I, I think he's going to bring wrestling back.
1: I have faith in um, that. it. I would I, I. would hope that that would be the case. I'm not. I, I will say I'm cautiously optimistic, but I'm not. I'm not going to uh, uh, throw any parties. Just, just no.
0: I'm going to give him a lot of time because it's going to take a long time for him to get everything back to where it should be.
1: Well, it's a lot of work. Michael, it's there, going to be a lot of to, work. You know what, Mike? Why don't you piggyback off of that answer from from Amelia because she does have a point. It's going to take a lot of work to get anywhere. With you know, this whole situation has to be. First of all, right now, it's like Mm horseshit. It's all over the place. Okay. It has to be swept up, gathered up. It's got to be made into a big pile. Then we can start separating the the liquids and the solids and the leaves from the grass and the dirt and all this other stuff. Right. And we got to make other little piles. Now we got to figure out what we got. Now that we know what we got. Okay. Now, how do we make it better? That's the question. Murph. Suggestions my uh, friends. One I agree.
2: I think uh I think he, he's going to push forward. Um, oh. because let's face it, he's got one of two choices. that can either push forward and make it better or stay where he's at and have it die. Oh. So obviously he really yeah. doesn't have a choice. Um if they want to keep making the money that they're making and bring entertainment to good entertain, wrestling entertainment to the people, I think they'll take a step backwards in time. I yeah. think they're going to get rid of a lot of the glitz, a lot of the glamor, a lot of the TNA, which they've been doing. Um, and I think what they're going to do is they're going to take a step back in time to when we were watching wrestling, growing up with oh, wrestling, they're going to stay away from the characters
1: um I would love yeah, to see them. Ass- yes. Yeah. I would love they're to see them, Murph, take all of the Vince Russo shit yes. that still some of that Vince Russo crap is still hanging around 24 years later. We need to yeah. take the fucking stupid characters and throw them out the fucking window.
0: Absolutely.
1: We need forget, like you know, the berserker and doink the clown. Yes. And, You know, and uh, Mantar and Pretty Boy Floyd and Mm -hmm. whoever the fuck they were, right? You got to take these characters and get rid of them. Why can't Gene Snitsky be Gene Snitsky? Why can't Randy Orton be Randy Orton? Why can't John Cena be John Cena? They don't have to have nicknames. No. You know? The, and that's the first generation of wrestlers that I personally know of mm-hmm. that use their real names other than Bruno San Martino is his real name. Right. Superstar Billy Graham. That's not, that wasn't even his real name. No. His name was Wayne Coleman. Yeah. Rest in peace, mm-hmm. superstar. Um, yeah. Michael and Dusty I. Did show for him. Dusty, the American yeah. dream. Virgil Runnels. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Virgil And if you want to come up with a name, come up with a great name instead of the Berserker or Mantar.
2: Right.
1: Like Vince Russo came right. up. I don't know where the stuff. fuck he pulled that. That was ridiculous.
2: You come up with something like Armageddon, a good solid name. That's a, it's a
1: great name. <laughs> a, <laughs> a great heel name. Yeah. You should use that. hmm I should. Use that. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. Yeah. They yeah, look it. You. You <laughs> look, it looks good. look, it looks good on camera too. See that?
0: Yeah. Put it like right in the middle of the Michael. Oh, yeah, Michael. Yeah,
1: unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> Amelia. I put it on camera. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Amelia, your thoughts on um hold on, get rid oh, here you go. Mm-hmm. We have a new mm-hmm. Nate. Oh, Nate's here. I remember Nate. <laughs> get rid of the gymnastics and fight and wrestle like the eight absolutely
0: yes see that's Bravo. why i was telling you about yes so- yes
1: get rid of the gymnastics. absolutely look if i want to see gymnastics i'll watch the olympics right right exactly you know i there's nothing yes sir
2: do you remember what when you and i would talk wrestling and I know you remember me saying this. The thing that would piss me off the most is you see all these guys doing all this high-flying bullshit and nobody's selling
1: anything. They don't know how to. You know why? Yeah. Because they're too busy doing high-flying. How can you sell a move when you're in the air doing like quadruple flips and somersaults and all this other bullshit? How do you sell them? You can't sell a move you that you can't, you can't say. the one thing I, I saw this last night Murph uh, and Amelia I was watching mm-hmm. the first season of Tough Enough yes the one thing I'll say yes they did they expose the business yes
0: yeah they did
1: mm-hmm. but 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 what they also did was they showed you that they had a code of honor yes they respected the business mm-hmm they respected the fact that people got hurt in the business. Yes. And they all had respect for it after they all got hurt. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the thing. People forget about. It. Yeah, okay, what? We all look. It's no secret wrestling is a work. It's yeah. no, it's never been a secret. It was just a better work back in the old days than it is now. Because thanks to computers, everybody knows it's a fucking work. Right. Before well, the computer age, mm-hmm. Mike Murphy and I, because we're old motherfuckers, Mike Murphy and I used to have to buy Pro <laughs> Wrestling Illustrated to find out what was going on. Right. Well,
0: that's what I used to do. I used to buy the yeah. magazines yeah. and stuff like that and see that. I was like, oh, my gosh, look at that. Yeah. It was like, I can't believe it got hurt, you know. Like that, and remember the movie The Iron Claw when they showed that was yeah. where Carrie got slammed on real hard on the concrete, and the the guy that yeah. played Carrie, and yeah. he's like, and the dad's like, what's the matter? What's the matter? He goes, Dad, I forgot. I wasn't supposed to get slammed on the concrete like that. It wasn't supposed to work like that. And I forgot getting slammed on the concrete wasn't going to hurt. Well, anyone. that's
1: just that's just that's just bad work. Yeah, but, but you know, like that. Yeah, but... And I, we mm-hmm. used to get our information. Mm-hmm. From Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Yes, I bought Inside those. Inside Wrestling. Mm-hmm. The Wrestler. Yes. All the magazine, the Ring magazine.
0: I have some actually still to this day that are still in good condition.
1: You better hold on, or I'm gonna be mm-hmm. worth a couple dollars one yeah. day. Mm-hmm. Um what's that? Nate says, even though we all knew it was work, it was entertaining. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes, the the thing, Nate, is it made you want to watch next week. Yes. I don't want to watch this week. That's how fucking bad it is. Okay. I don't. I haven't we'll watch, watched. A... The thing... go
2: ahead, I'm Mike. sorry. Go ahead.
1: Uh-huh. No, 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 no. I'm good. Thing I'm good. We
2: need to do the one thing we need to do to get the business back to where it used to be, and Angelo, you're gonna love this. Talk get to me, the marks. Out of the business and back into the audience,
1: brother. You get the marks mm-hmm. out of the business, you ain't gonna have the business. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. remember when serious. you would say
2: to me, remember when you would say to me, the yeah. marks used to be in the audience, now they're running the business. We they need are. to reverse that.
1: Mm-hmm. No, it's the truth, mm-hmm. and I'm not even in any way, shape, or form kidding about that. Yeah. Yeah. here's the thing. And this it's, its a serious point with me, because I ran a promotion for for nearly twenty-five years. Mm-hmm. I ran a wrestling promotion. If someone came to me who was not properly credentialed, trained, had a gimmick, had proper gear, you're not even—you're not going to get a a first interview with me. Okay. You come to me and you're 400 pounds and goes, I want to be a wrestler. Do me a favor, Bubba. Go back to the farm and start bailing hay, you know, because you smell about like Mm -hmm. it. That's not where I'm at. I remember
2: the first time I talked to Angelo on the phone about coming over to his Fed. And we, we must have sat on the phone for about an hour, hour and a half and talked about it. It was like we
1: still do. first question.
2: <laughs> first question was, "Who trained you? Uh-huh. Do you have gear? Do you have a dependable vehicle to travel?
1: Yeah, can you get back you and know? forth?
2: Yep. Do you have a problem? Do you have a problem putting anybody over? You know how uh-huh. do you get along with guys in the locker room? Um, uh-huh. And there was one guy I didn't get along with, but, but which we're now like the best of friends. I love, I dearly love the man to death. Um, um, and I think the only reason we didn't get along was because our personalities were too close together. Right? Would, um, would
1: that be Bodacious Brad or Ravage or uh, both yes, of them? It was
0: <laughs> he's not gonna tell um, which one, but was one of them. <laughs> It well, was all tell
2: You couldn't put Brad and I in the same room at one time oh, for more no. than five minutes. No, mm-hmm. uh, uh-uh. uh, not you you in the same the room mm-hmm. And then somewhere down the line, we both agreed, "What the hell are we angry at each other for?"
1: Exactly. Right. And, we exactly right.
2: and we became friends. We became friends, and you know, And Brad, if you're watching, like I said, I love you dearly. You're a great friend. You know, God bless you. All the best in the world to you. Um, but that's how it was in the business. If you were going to another, if you were leaving a promotion and going to another promotion, especially Angelo's, you better have your shit together. Absolutely. You better know what you're doing, and you better be telling him the hundred percent truth. Because if he finds out you're not being a promoter, find out. guess what? Mm-hmm. They all talk to each other.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. I always
1: you, found, you found out, out didn't I? Promoter, right? library. Mm-hmm. Huh, yeah, I always found and out I, I, number. he couldn't oh, hear you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, that's those are, those are the best questions the to ask. Every
2: promoter,
1: mm-hmm. every promoter we have, line
2: knew about it by the
1: next morning. <laughs> we have someone new in it. Oh, Michael Bootser, Michael, welcome to What's the Buzz podcast. Yeah, a lot awesome. of what the industry welcome is Michael. missing is, is when everybody knows it's a work. You're that, yeah, we were just yeah. talking about that is when everyone knows it's a work and how you make them think it's not. Well, that's a good question. Mm -hmm. How do you make them think it's not? I think some of the drama around Punk's WWE return is touching on it. Let let me tell you, Thank, Mr. Boozer, Michael, let me tell you something, brother. Now you opened up my Pandora's box (laughs) because I happen to think – there's certain there are certain people who know how to push the buttons. I'm going to give you an example. You actually just gave me one. CM Punk. I'll yes. give you an example. Cody Rhodes. Um, I happen to think that Cody is probably the best in the business. Him and Punk yes. are probably the two best guys that uh, that can that we can shine a light on as being thoroughly entrenched in the work, number one, but completely entertaining doing it. And they can make it look like a shoot from all angles. They can make a work look like a shoot and a shoot look like a work. And I'm going to tell you something. You can do that and you can do it convincingly. Then I'm going to watch you because there's nothing better to me than taking real personal drama. And infusing it into an an angle, into a wrestling match, Uh into a storyline. I'll give you a perfect example. Happened to Mr. Murphy. We were in Atlantic City, New Jersey. I, I was booked the Showboat Casino. Okay, Mr. Murphy and another wrestler were walking through the casino throwing digs at each other. Now, that particular wrestler and Mr. Murphy are very, very dear friends. But you would never known it from that night because they were throwing digs at each other. Someone saw them and they called me. They said, Ange. Uh, does Mr. Murphy have heat? Does Armageddon have heat with Mr. Thorne? <laughs> I said, they they better not. Uh-oh. I don't know. Does <laughs> something, something happen? I said, you need to tell me. Now, I know what's going on. I knew it was happening, uh-huh. but the person who called me was a mark to the business who didn't know that I knew what was going on. I had to play dumb like, uh, oh, no, you need to tell me tell me what's happening here. Mm-hmm. Come to find out that they were working an angle walking through the casino. Mm-hmm. And people <laughs> saw them and heard them. We,
0: oh, my goodness.
1: <laughs> we, we were,
2: it was actually the Sands. It, it mm-hmm. was the Sands Hotel yeah. and Casino. Mm-hmm. And we were on our way to go to a press conference because the local press – was advertising this wrestling show, yeah, and television and radio, there.
1: yeah, yeah. I had and I had noticing, radio and TV people there. Yeah, I'm
2: noticing all the boys are walking through the casino and they're all quiet. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. And I took it upon myself, which I sometimes do things before I think, but I took it upon myself. And I'm like, hey Thorn, yeah, you coming back? <laughs> you should have stayed away. You better hope you don't draw me in this tournament. I'm going to beat your ass into the ground. And blah, 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 blah. And the people in the casino are watching. Oh, hey, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. That's drawing up business. To, hey, I want to see what happens. Let me buy a ticket.
0: That's okay. a good promo. What he's
2: mm-hmm. talking about went to Angelo. Angelo had an idea of, well, I'm pretty sure it's worked. I get a phone call that, later that night. I get a phone call. I'm like, hello? Mike? Yeah, yeah, it's Angelo. Yeah. You got some kind of fucking heat with Thorne? <laughs> like, no? Why? Well, so and so tells me you guys were walking through the, through the casino and you guys are back and forth with each other. I'm like, I'm like, "Stop. we were working each
1: other. He's like,
2: I thought so, but this guy thought it was real. I'm like, that guy's an idiot. All right.
1: Yeah. Well, we know that. You yeah. know that. I said, this guy's in
2: the rest of the business and he can't tell it work.
0: Come on. <laughs> Made it look so real, yeah. too. That's a good thing.
2: Well, that's what uh, Angelo said. He said, I tell you what, you guys must have worked it so
1: well, he believed it. <laughs> I said that I know to my job. In, in, in the business, we say that Mr. Murphy likes to go into business for himself, <laughs> which he did that night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> went, went into business. Uh, Mr. Boozer says, what made the Yes Movement great is that it felt real. You know why it felt real, Mike? Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll tell you why yeah, it absolutely. felt real. Right. <laughs> it felt real because Daniel Bryan believed it. Mm -hmm. A very dear friend of mine who used to come on the show a lot when I had wrestling with the future, Davey O'Hannon said, and I'll never forget this. You remember this, Mike, because you were on the show. He said, the people believed it was real Mm -hmm. because we believed it was real. Mm -hmm. And that's what's missing, Mike Boozer. Exactly. Absolutely. That's that's what's missing, Mike Boozer, Uh is... The people don't believe it's real anymore. Exactly. The they don't. the people in the business know it's not real mm-hmm. anymore. But when you get mm-hmm. a guy, I'll, I'll give you another great example. David Schultz, Dr. Mm-hmm. D. David Schultz. hmm When he slapped mm-hmm. John Stossel. Right. That was the best thing he could have did for wrestling. I got news mm-hmm. for you. That slap, that slap her around the world. <laughs> That slap yep. sold a lot of tickets. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. Right. It sold a lot of tickets. It, it sold WrestleMania tickets. Mm-hmm. It sold Royal yeah. Rumble yeah. tickets. It mm-hmm. sold tickets out the ass.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Cost Davis his job. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it cost him his job. Mm-hmm. This is true. It did cost him his job. But mm-hmm. the rise and fall of Vince McMahon, ladies and gentlemen, it is in fact. The end of the Vince McMahon era. He will never again, uh, for better or worse or indifference, he will never again be involved in pro wrestling. Um, But fortunately, he's got an amazing son-in-law named Paul Levesque, uh, who has an incredible passion for wrestling. He's got a great head for business. And he knows what sells tickets. Let okay. me just show people what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Saturday night, which is not a real good night to do. And Mike, you know this. Mm-hmm. Saturday night is not a great night to do a pay-per-view. No. Sunday is the pay-per-view day. Yes. Okay. But Saturday night's pay-per-view sold as much in revenue as WrestleMania. Wow. I want you to think about that. The Royal Rumble match mm-hmm. did as much money as WrestleMania. Wow. Think about what I just fucking said. That should blow your fucking mind. Mm. WrestleMania, on average, cost the WWE 8 to $12 million to produce. Dang that's the average income from WrestleMania in some cases has mm-hmm. exceeded 100 million dollars wow. for one event for one event Are you are, mm-hmm. how does the guy say it can you hear me now Mhm okay yeah this is what we're right. talking about. <laughs> Can you hear me now Mhm that's exactly yes. what we're talking about
0: Mhm
2: this I WrestleMania coming up, just on average, a ringside seat, just one, in, selling yeah. for a little over five thousand dollars.
1: Wow, he's not lying, and it's taking place in Philadelphia. That is ridiculous. Ten minutes from me, and I'm mm. not going. I don't want to.
2: The nosebleed seats are selling at a thousand dollars a piece.
1: Wow. Yeah, well, go go online and look. He's not huh. kidding. Huh. He's not. There are some ticket services. I'm not going to mention any names. Ticketmaster.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, Ticketmaster.
0: <laughs> I know, right?
1: <laughs> as wrestling, the WrestleMania tickets uh-huh. for, and I'm not. You can go look if you think I'm making this up. Uh-huh. They have WrestleMania tickets for as much as fifteen thousand. Yes, no, I'm not even. Go look. Please yeah. go look. $15,000 for, for one seat for a wrestling match. Uh-huh. One seat.
2: Uh-huh. Now, 15, I, Angelo, uh-huh. when I was a kid, I was about 14, 15 years old. And my uncle, who introduced me to wrestling, um, may he rest mm-hmm. in peace. God bless. Uh, I got some tickets one time for NWA. At the Philadelphia Civic Center, uh, Dusty Rhodes well. versus Tully Blanchard with Baby Doll. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rage in the cage, okay, for the uh NWA TV title, right? I was sitting ringside, one, two, three, three rows back. Baby Doll, uh, was literally within arm's reach of me, mm-hmm. okay. And, of course, I was like, oh, you know, starstruck. <laughs> $15. Right. Per mm-hmm. Now, A you guy- look at that then. Mm-hmm.
1: And now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> A guy in the chat room, I just blocked his ass. Uh-huh. His name's Music Fun 2112 says, what do these old geezers know about wrestling? Let me tell you something, Jack, whoever the fuck you are, ah. these old geezers will <laughs> pump you up and put you down.
0: If you're talking about Mad Dog calling him an old geezer, I'm going to put your ass in my fucking uh, panda, dog pants and shut the fuck up and get. <laughs> uh, there, that's your answer. That's what there. he knows about hey, wrestling.
2: Wait. Holy shit. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you what. To this guy, <laughs> I'll tell you what. I may been, I'm, 50, I'm 57 years old. I retired seven years ago. I'll tell you what, kid. I still got my boots and my tights. Anytime you want, I'll be more than happy to lace them up. You just step in the ring with me. I'll give you five
1: minutes.
0: And it's called Ring the Bell? That's actually
1: four minutes longer than I'll need. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Let me tell you something. Uh, Anytime, anywhere you want to go, let's roll.
0: Yeah, and it's called ring the bell, so we can ring the bell real fast. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Here we go.
1: Michael Booz says, "Can you imagine that kind of build up for a mid card title today, like the build up for Blanchard? I would love to see that kind of build up today." Yeah. But Sometimes the build up was better than the match, and guess what? You didn't care.
0: Yeah, but let's see who carries him this time because he was always carried in a match. That's how I believe.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. It's been a great night. It's mm-hmm. hell. We ran long tonight. You know what? Mm-hmm. Um, You want to go a little longer? Sure. Longer, I'll tell you what. Let's go a little longer. Let me run one mm-hmm. more spot tonight. Mm-hmm. And we will be right back after this. Made iHeartRadio the fastest-growing music app in the U.S. Why? Because we connect you to all of your favorite music and radio stations in one free app. And this fall, prepare to take control of how you listen to the radio. Replay That song on your radio you just can't hear enough? Immediately replay and sing along again. Save. Save the music you love on the radio directly to your playlist. Play. Search for and play any song on demand. Get Unlimited skips.
0: Offline. Take,
1: Take the music from your favorite stations offline. Introducing iHeartRadio Plus and iHeartRadio All Access. Your radio now on demand. We are back with what's the buzz America's best podcast tonight? A very special episode of Ring the Bell with Amelia, the Pitbull Chapman, and you just saw a little bit of the Pitbull come out. <laughs> Woo! That came out of nowhere.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I said, say something to you, the
1: Pitbull tonight, oh, yeah. boy. <laughs> yeah, like I what said, we got here. Oh, Moonchild said,
0: "Hey, Moonchild, how
1: many good wrestling personalities have pissed?" Yes, they have. Mm-hmm. Some of the we just lost one of the, the biggies of our day, yeah. superstar Billy Graham.
0: Gino Hernandez Who? died 38 years ago yesterday.
1: You know, you better get off this Gino thing because I'm, I'm about over started. it. Okay,
0: be quiet. That was my favorite wrestler. I'm Gino quiet.
1: Hernandez, Gino was a coke fiend. Okay, hmm. Gino killed himself with too much partying, too much coke, too much good time. Remember something. Too much of anything is no good.
0: Well, he was only 29 years old. Leave him. Well, it he was only 29.
1: Drank himself and partied himself to death. Yeah, do but, I feel sorry for him? No, not I one it. bit. No, I do not. But he could have been a big star, too, though. Uh,
0: yeah, it was he a good wrestler. A Billy
1: White. He had... That's not too long ago.
0: And then next month, it'll be a year that we lost Charlie.
1: Michael Boozer says, thank you, guys. You give me hope for the industry. I hope they hear you. Brother, they hear us, and they don't like what we say. You know why? It's simple. The truth is like a knife that cuts going in and yeah. cuts coming out. Yeah. That's why they don't like it. Mm-mm. Um, uh, Mr. Boozer, are you in the industry? Or are you in the business? I'm going to wait for him. Hey, Moonchild. Hey, my Moonchild's here. I love this woman. She is so smart. Yeah. She is smart. Yeah. yeah, Moonchild's one of our regulars. Yeah, And
0: then also, and uh, Maria, and-
1: we've actually had some some new people tonight. Nate came back. Nate, where the hell have you been, man? I <laughs> okay. been a, a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, Nate was here and Nate used to visit us a lot, and then yeah. Nate disappeared. Yeah, he did. For a while, I think he got scared because we were doing like too much politics and shit. Yeah. You know, other
0: different shows <laughs> that we're not used to. And it's because yeah. people that have recently passed too. It'll be a year next month that we lost Charlie Norris.
1: Charlie, yeah. Charlie yeah. was. See, but Charlie's another guy mm-hmm. that never got the push. No. Charlie was always no. a second rate wrestler, sadly. Mm-hmm. He was always a second rate wrestler that never got the big push. They never threw any money behind them, yeah. you know, and then they, they, you know, they stereotyped them, typecast them yeah. as the Indian. Which, yeah, well, yeah he was a Native American, but does that mean you got to go woo, 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 and then yeah. run around with the feather? Yeah. And I don't like that. I don't no, like I don't that. that. You they, know, they the best yeah. Indian mm-hmm. so-called quote-unquote Native American the best Native American in the business was Italian.
0: Yeah. They it was
1: Chief, yeah. J, Chief J. Strongbow.
0: They should have looked for him as a, for his talent, not for what his nationality was. Yeah. And gone from there.
1: Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, you got to
2: remember back then it was about gimmick.
0: Yeah, it was. What
2: gimmick Absolutely. got
0: him,
1: what gimmick yeah. Got
0: yeah, they had to put yep. that with it and go from there and see what best fit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: I mm-hmm. think what the the lesson that we um, we've learned from tonight is that, um, especially to persons in power, mm-hmm. uh, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna spiel here a little bit. Um, to people in power that are very comfortable in their position, don't get too comfortable in your position because no. it only takes the word. Mm-hmm. It only takes the word of one to take you down from the ivory tower. Vince McMahon was the undisputed, unbridled champion, boss, owner, godfather of wrestling forever. And now he's gone. Okay? So. Let's see what wrestling looks like without him. Mm-hmm. He did a great job initially, but like everything else, like Mr. Murphy said, and, the, and Armageddon is the truth here. So listen to what I'm going to tell you. Vince McMahon met his Armageddon
0: mm-hmm.
1: form of a 39-year-old legal secretary named Janelle Grant. Okay? Mm-hmm. What will your Armageddon be? Mm. Yeah. Will it be Probably a young working in the mailroom? <laughs> room? You know, mm-hmm. yeah. will it be some uh, a girl working in the merch department? Be very careful, gentlemen and ladies. By the way, men are not exclusive to the pervert club. There's there's a plenty of sick women out there too. They are not immune. Do you have their numbers? <laughs> Mia, you? you got them in that, that list I gave you.
0: All right. It looks like you got somebody to answer your question over here. You got some more.
1: The best I can do for you, Mike, <laughs> the best I can do for you is Missy Hyatt.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you know what her response was? Nah. We asked her what she regretted doing. You know what her answer was? She exactly. regretted not doing it in wrestling. That she never was never one of Ric Flair's wives. That was her answer.
1: She should be very thankful. Wow! That's
0: what remember we asked her that question. What she regretted not doing in wrestling, and that was her answer.
1: Here you go. Mm-hmm. A new, a new, uh, a new visitor to our chat, this is Ghetto ASMR Exposure. I've seen that ASMR. That's weird shit. Did you ever see that? Mm-hmm. People whisper in the microphones and they go pss, 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 like mm-hmm. this like, what the fuck is this shit I guess <laughs> I I'm right. Right.
2: the sickest
1: part and I agree with this. I absolutely agree yeah, with so him. Do I. Right. Mm-hmm. The sickest part was letting the show go on after Owen died.
0: yes absolutely. You
1: know yes that was an absolutely tragic and horrible thing. It wouldn't have killed anybody. Pardon me, the the language. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't have hurt anybody to give them money back. Exactly. And and guess what? Most people would have left that place. In fact, they would have all left that place not expecting to get their money back. You know why? Because Owen was that beloved. Yes. Nobody Mm -hmm. hated Owen. No, no. He was one of the few guys... The a good guy in wrestling, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I blame Vince Russo for that because
0: mm-hmm. they had a show Vince to Russo. do and they had a show to finish. That was their response.
1: I blame Vince Russo and Roddy Piper was right. They should have never continued with rest his soul, Roddy Piper. Roddy Piper was that man took a lot of shit. But let me yes. tell you something. Um. Boy, what a, what a great night. we got to do these. Show- We're going to be doing these shows, folks, mm-hmm. the first Wednesday of every month. This was a very special show tonight um, because of the subject matter being very timely in the news. The case of Vince McMahon being uh, levied with sexual uh, allegations, mm-hmm. sex trafficking, sexual assault, and a bunch of depraved perversity. That you don't even want to read that law. If let's put it this way: if you do read the contents of that lawsuit, you better have a vomit bag next to yeah. you because you're gonna need it. Yeah. Um, great show. Great, great show. Um Moonchild says, I was shocked when Roddy Piper passed. Yeah, he had just been on my in oh, he'd been in a town looking at buying properties for a bar. Oh, you know what? I remember that. He was looking to buy a restaurant. Mm -hmm. Here's the funny thing about Roddy Piper. Listen, you want to talk about crazy stuff happening? Listen to this one, Murph. Roddy Piper called Hulk Hogan the day before he died. And here's the message Here's the message he left. Ah, hello, my brother hello, my brother, Um, it's just me, I'm enjoying life, I'm walking with Jesus, I'm walking with Jesus, my friend, just walking with Jesus, having a a beautiful time. And then he says, well, I'll I'll talk to you later. And click. Hogan didn't know it was on his phone until the day after Roddy died. And when Mm -hmm. he heard him say, I'm just walking with Jesus, brother. Hulk Hogan says he's not he hasn't been the same since Mm -hmm. Jeff Jarrett's not been the same. He goes, he can't sleep. He has nightmares Mm -hmm. over it. Nightmares. How about the people that were there that night and saw that poor kid? You know, young guy, young father of of a couple of kids falling 90 feet, 35 35 years old, falling from the. uh, the roof of the uh, the, the, um, the Keele Auditorium. I had to think about that for a second. The Keele Auditorium in uh, Oklahoma. Well, I'll tell you what. We have been here a long time tonight.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Hour and a half, um, folks. We got some shows coming up next week. Amelia, tell everybody what's it's coming up.
0: February 5th, Monday, we have the legendary Hall of Famer, Lacey J. Dalton, coming on.
1: From What's Field? Country music. Everybody doesn't know that.
0: <laughs> I was about <laughs> to say, Hall that. of
1: Fame, Is she a wrestler?
0: <laughs> no. Is I was she in to say Hall of Fame? She's gonna say. I was gonna say she has her own show, country music.
1: Is she in the Shit Bucket Toss Hall of Fame? No. She's country music singer, legendary. <laughs> okay. awesome. Country music Hall yes. of Fame. And we
0: have Who's on coming on the next night. March the 6th, we have a producer, director, sometimes actor, Mark Sodkin coming on. And the show. what
1: is he famous for?
0: Well, producing shows like uh, Golden Girls, uh, Laverne and Shirley, Charles in Charge, and a few hundred others as well.
1: Moonchild has a question. Yes. May I ask, will you be doing a show about the conspiracy theories about? The Benoit, the Chris Benoit, yes. We've done a few years I think we need, I think we need to revisit the Chris Benoit murder, suicide. Michael and I, can I just tell everybody, Michael, to speak for your for you for one moment? Mr. Murphy and I agree wholeheartedly that it was not a suicide. We believe it was a murder. We believe it was a hit. You and
0: I yes. did the show about that. This you showed pictures, and you and I talked about that when we had uh, uh, when we had some other guests on our show that showed that it was uh, that it was not a suicide.
1: Do you know that, that? Do you, yeah, I know
0: it was Charlie. Do you also.
1: know that the hold on, million. Do you know that that is the only quote unquote murder suicide case where the photographs were not released? To the public It's the only Murder-suicide In the state of Georgia That they did not release The photographs to the public And the reason they didn't Is going to blow your mind When I tell you But not now Because I've got some Incriminating evidence For the police department They are up to their eyeballs In conspiracy So, Moonchild you want to talk about conspiracy? I'm gonna go there for you. You bet your ass I am. Mm-hmm. But let me just tell everybody else. We have Mark Sotkin, the guy that brought us uh the Golden Girls, um, Laverne and Shirley, Charles in Charge, and a bunch of other television shows. Yes. He's a writer, producer, director, and sometimes actor. Uh, we also have Nick uh Santa Maria. Nick is an, an old Holly, and this is I'm gonna bring Michael Murphy on for this one. He is an old Hollywood historian. He is a movie file like we are, Mike, mm-hmm. and he's he's all about the tube. He's all about old movies, catchphrases. Mm-hmm. Um, what made a movie great? And it's going to be it's going to be boys' night. Just the twenty okay,
0: seventh on that night.
1: Uh, no no, I, I'm going to. I haven't booked this one. Yet. Oh yes, I did. yes did. I did. we did. Yeah, we booked it on the twenty seventh. Oh, I had. Yeah, I forgot because I had the jockey some shit around. <laughs> yes. This is why she's got the erasable pen, folks. Yeah. <laughs> That's why she's got the erasable mm-hmm. pen. She keeps this shit straight for me. Mm-hmm. And yes, what else do we have? What else we got?
0: Uh, Glenn Martin's coming back, director uh, and full producer. Glenn, Glenn Martin. Martin
1: will be here. The guy that brought us *The Searching* and *In the Shadows*. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And we will be, and I promised everybody, and we're going to have him. Michael Pare is coming back to the show by himself. Yes. And Mike Murphy and I will do that show, Man's Boys Night. We're going to do that. Going to kick Amelia off that night because we might. Hey, no,
0: that's my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you better not kick me off that show.
1: It's it's Mike Murphy's favorite actor too. Uh, Oh no. He's got seniority <laughs> over there. You want what, you wanna be put in the dog
0: pen? Do you wanna be put in the dog
1: pen? What's this shit here?
0: Uh, what the fuck is that? Excuse me. Do you want to be put in the dog pen?
1: <laughs> yeah. Gee, I've been married Michael twice. Boozer, like I haven't Michael been Boozer there. Says, what a cliffhanger. Uh, I got a... Uh, brother, yeah. I'm gonna tell you something. <laughs> Mr. Boozer's here, Michael Boozer says, What a cliffhanger, brother. You have no idea. What a cliffhanger! Because I got some information that's yeah. going to blow your fucking balls out of your underwear.
0: You know, why don't we do it's that real. show in Feb, um, February 7th? We got what? For Chris Benoit.
1: Yeah, February 7th. Yep. Mark it down. Yeah. Because I can't. I'm, I'm on air right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we will do the Chris Benoit. Was that do murder it. or All food? right.
1: So, here, you guys that are still with me in our chat. February seventh, the conspiracy surrounding Chris Benoit. Mm-hmm. I am going to open up the hatch, and we're gonna, we are going to climb down that motherfucking rabbit hole in mm-hmm. a big way.
0: Yep, that'll be big the time. time. Hmm? The so, ring the I only had me.
1: to ban f- the three people tonight from our chat. Yeah. So awesome, mm-hmm. Moonchild. I'm going to do it for Moonchild. And I'm going to do it for Michael Boozer. And for Armageddon. Michael, thank you for joining me tonight. For... Anytime, hey, it's great to yeah. see you guys again. Can't wait to thank see can't you. Can't wait to be bull. back on soon. Yeah. You are going to be back with me on February 7th, next week.
0: February 7th?
1: Yes, sir. I will be here. Yep. On,
0: on the Ring oh, of huh? the Bell show? Huh? On the my Ring of the Bell show? Yes.
1: He's going to be with me and you. And I'm here. I'm the boss. And I'm bringing him back. <laughs> absolutely so for amelia Pipple chapman for armageddon michael murphy i am the mad dog join me each and every monday tuesday and wednesday as we bring you the best and talk entertainment take care folks we'll see you next time Bye-bye. let's go huh? <laughs>